When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. All right, I told you if uh, you wanted to get those cars off of the Felicity Ace, Felicity Ace, whatever the ship is called out there in the ocean, had all those. Yeah, thank you. The Amorphophallus ship. uh, You know, it was carrying Porsches and VWs and Lamborghinis and it was all, you know, electric vehicles and they don't know what started the fire, but they're kind of guessing it was you know the batteries for the uh, electric vehicles and so uh, if you haven't got your car off of there using the helicopter and the barge plan that i gave you uh, a week or so ago um you're gonna have to get a dive team together because uh it sank so they got the fire out and they started hauling it in where to get it fixed and see what the problem was started started listening to the left and it looks like it's tipping it looks like it's done it's over it's down have a nice day so i don't know if they're gonna go in after it or if they're just gonna like cut their losses we're already down i don't know four or five hundred million (laughs) i mean they're down at least a couple hundred million and so i mean it's just well do we just wash our hands with it oh man we need a new ship. We need new cars. The ship is not my problem. The cars are my problem. The ship company says the cars are not my problem. The ship is my problem. And we just... It's over. Let's pretend like it never happened. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You know something? I like knowing exactly where my meat comes from. And with Moink, that place is from small family farms all across the country. You can help save family farms and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement. And you need to join the Moink movement today. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. And I must tell you that while the beef and the pork and the chicken is outstanding, I do love the Alaskan salmon. It was Good. Uh, Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste and you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent. You choose the meat delivered in every box. And uh, for instance, ribeyes, chicken breasts, pork chops, salmon fillets, and a whole lot more. Plus, you get to cancel any time. Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. And you know what? He's right. I love... Okay, let's just be honest. All right, I know I mentioned the salmon. Now I'm talking about the bacon. 
let's just talk about that let's talk about the ground beef let's talk about the steaks let's talk about the you know pretty much everything uh, is uh, tremendous, and uh, I'm uh, just a, a huge fan. I know that uh, doorbell ring doorbell founder uh, Jamie Sminoff he uh, jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. I I, I would have liked to have been asked, uh, but they you know they didn't ask me. So instead, I'm just investing by eating Moink as often as I can. I know. I know. You can keep America Farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. And listeners to this show uh, get a free filet mignon for a year. Sign up now. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. You're going to get a free filet mignon for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. It's only for a limited time, though. So do it right now. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Okay, so I got into an argument with Pat Gray this morning. Well, you know, Pat Unleashed he does a show on Blaze TV and Blaze Radio that I'm a part of on Wednesdays and Fridays, and I do a special Chewing the Fat segment. You, if you don't know that, you should tune in on those days. <laughs> those are the... <laughs> best days of that show i'll tell you that anyway uh we got into a fight because uh, i said that neil diamond was bigger than bruce springsteen fact fact okay i mean neil diamond he just sold his publishing rights and his master recordings to universal Merge music group now they didn't say how much but springsteen got 500 million Bruce Springsteen. I remember talking about this when he signed that deal thinking 500 million to Bruce Springsteen. Why? Because he sits down with Barack Obama and does a podcast? That's probably the reason. Neil Diamond, far superior to Bruce Springsteen. So they didn't say how much. They said the financial terms were, you know, were not disclosed. Okay, well, how about we just take a stab at it? I mean, he's got 110 unreleased tracks, an unreleased album, video footage, masters. The guy is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's in, uh, he's in all, I mean, I was going down the list of what he is, uh, you know, the, uh, the bio of the great Neil Diamond. Grammy Award, Golden Globe Award. The Sammy Khan Lifetime Achievement Award. Does Bruce Springsteen have that? The Sammy Khan Lifetime Achievement Award. A Kennedy Center honor. Bruce might have that. And he has been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I really want to know. i got to look to see if Springsteen's got the Sammy Khan Achievement Award. Okay, so I know that Bruce has a Kennedy Center honor, but I'm looking at the Sammy Khan Lifetime Achievement Award list, and it's actually making me sad, and I don't want to promote it anymore. Now let's look at the list. Bette Midler, all right, the singer from Hawaii. Les Paul, Patti LaBelle, Gloria and Emilio Estefan, Kenny Rogers, Vic Damone, Steve Lawrence, and Edie Gourmet. We can't have you can't have one without the other. Ray Charles, Gene Autry, Quincy Jones, Jerry Wexler, Benny Goodman, Peter Paul and Mary, Neil Sedeka, Neil Sedeka, Stevie Wonder, Neil Diamond, as I stated, 
Barry Gordy, Frankie Lane, Lena Horn, Nat King Cole, B.B. King, Dick Clark, John Hammond, Willie Nelson, Tony Bennett. No Bruce Springsteen, though. No Bruce Springsteen on the Sammy Kahn Lifetime Achievement Award, I'll tell you that. So don't even get me started. Neil Diamond is far superior. These guys are raking in some cash, man. I mean, Stevie Nicks, Paul Simon, Bob Dylan, ZZ Top, Sting, David Bowie, John Legend, they're all I mean, they're all in it for the in it for the money. What are you shaking your head at? I just don't know that David Bowie's still making money because of how he's been dead for years. His estate sold it. Don't. All right, we're done. I mean, Neil is almost there, right? I mean, Neil is 81 now, and he's got Parkinson's disease. So, I mean, the family is like, you know, dude, you should probably just sell. And, uh, you know, you already had one of the largest divorce payments. Remember that he was one of the largest. He set a record at the time for the biggest divorce uh, amount that he had to pay. It was a lot. I got to look up. Yeah, 150 million bucks that divorce cost him back in 1994. Ooh, half of his estate. That was in 94. So he's got, he's recouped some of that. And now that he's sold this, uh, you know, he's recouped a lot of that. And the family's like, hey, uh, we don't want the, the ex to get any of this. So why don't you sell this stuff now? And, uh, you know, you're not going to be you're not going to be making a much love. We love you, but go ahead and sell. So we've talked about companies packaging their products in smaller containers. The ice cream people uh, do that, which is very frustrating, man. I mean, you want to grab that half gallon that hasn't been a half gallon in a long time, man. <sighs> now I'm thinking about that. You know, I remember as a kid. We used to get those, and and I didn't eat it, obviously, Uh, but we used to get those gallons in the box ice cream, and you know that if you open it from the bottom and eat it from the bottom, start eating it out of the container from the bottom and then close it up and put it back into the freezer, that when you open it up from the top, it looks like no, I still have a whole gallon. Just letting you know. I mean, as a kid, you might, as a kid, some kid might do that thinking they were getting away with something you know i don't know who would do something like that but you know it could be done so uh but now we're talking about with uh times are you know prices are going up on everything thanks to oh we've got to go into i mean i no i'm gonna try to hold back talking about the state of the union address i don't normally don't talk about politics on this show i'm gonna try not to talk about it because it was very frustrating to watch our president last night in the hallowed halls of Congress. Back to companies and their rising prices. Some companies are rising, raising their prices, but they're also trying to hoodwink you a little bit. And Burger King has now doing that, Okay. The largest franchise of Burger Kings. They have 7,000 stores. It's not bad. It's not bad. They're probably doing okay. They're probably doing okay. But now, you know, you go to Burger King, you say, I'll take an order of nuggets, and you plan on getting 10 nuggets? Nope. Eight. So now they're cutting it. Come on, just raise the price. 
What do you want, man? I, I want my 10 nuggets is what I want, okay? I don't want to pay whatever price you're charging me and still then just only get the eight nuggets. Just raise the price, all right? If I'm pulling through the line, does it make it better? Now, they say, obviously, that, you know, hey, uh, you know, we've got a problem getting the product, right? They want to raise the prices, but they still need to get the product. So it reduces the number of nuggets that they have to, you know, have to order, obviously. I get it. But I just want the same amount. Just give me the same amount. And it better not say, I bet you they don't change. It's still called the nugget order or whatever. And you just got the little guy out on the back drive through window putting eight over the ten. <laughs> Jorge's out there with the paintbrush. Eight over the ten. <laughs> and they're raising prices on uh, other items. Plus, they're taking stuff off the discounted menu meal. Like the, uh, the two for six dollar deal. Yeah, you're not getting the Whoppers on that anymore what come on now all right whatever that's fine i know domino's is uh said it's cutting the number of wings in the 7.99 carryout offer to eight instead of ten come on now little caesars the hot and ready uh, have raised their prices we talked about that chip Olay hiked prices starbucks mcdonald's all hiking prices uh, I, I know some Starbucks we saw where you can't even get a cup. They're out of cups. So you forgot your own cup? We'll give you some coffee. Uh, no. You're supposed to, that's part of the deal. Yeah, that's like uh, we're going to buy sell you a car without the tires. You get the car, I'll give you a good price. But I'm out of tires. I got no tires. You're going to have to pay more for that. You want the cup with your coffee? Yeah, I got to charge you more than that. Okay. All right. So according to this, to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and I, man, fan of the Bureau of Labor Statistics, in 2021, restaurant prices rose 6%. I feel like it was more than that. I feel like it was more than 6%. And if the prices rose, like if you're charging me Say you raise the prices on, for example, I don't know, your chicken nuggets. And instead of 10, you're now giving me 8. I feel like that's more than 6% when you start breaking it down. But what do I know? All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, my gosh. Brand spanking nuke ice cold beverage. Doesn't get much better than that in America. Ah. You see where the NFL wasn't happy with the 167 million viewers that they got for the Super Bowl. And they said, yeah, you know, we're going to take a second look at that. Uh, that doesn't seem uh, we want more 167 million isn't quite enough for us so they did a special second look study with with nielsen and the uh they decided that uh yeah you know what they did miscalculate a little bit and we had over 208 million people (laughs) who watched the super bowl so that's it 
It's funny how the second look was right. Interesting how that happened, isn't it? I mean, good for them. Look, good for them. And I told you yesterday, for those of you listening live, today is the 2nd of March, 2022. I told you yesterday, which would have been the 1st of March, uh, Fat Tuesday, by the way. Uh, Anyway, uh, is it every day Fat Tuesday for you? Yeah, I got it. Um, That baseball was in trouble. What happens later in the day? Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and cancel the first part of the season. I mean, Major League Baseball, I love you. And do you? Yeah, I do. I enjoy baseball. Um, I like playing baseball more than watching it, but I'm a fan. And uh, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. I love baseball. I've, I've played. I love you are pissing me off now. I love baseball. Don't check your head at me that i'm a great baseball player by the way holy cow you are seriously in trouble looking at me like that anyway i told you that they were in trouble and they canceled the beginning of the season now back to major league baseball guys i know that there's issues that uh, you know you believe need to be resolved in today's world Take a look around at what's going on around the world and here in your very own country, okay? America's pastime. Remember your little, your little saying? Uh, people aren't going to like you anymore. They're going to figure that you're just a bunch of rich guys whining about more, wanting to make more money to play your silly little game. So you should just sign the deal and get to playing, Okay? Uh, your whole little, (laughs) not going to go over well. So good luck. God bless. And on the same day, we got the NFL doing the combines in Indianapolis, the pro days, combines, yeah, the combines. And they're saying they're coming out with their second look survey of 208 million people watching the Super Bowl. The last time major league baseball got big numbers. In their World Series. I'm just asking a question. I don't know. I don't have the answer in front of me. But I'm guessing since the top viewed shows in America are NFL football games, it's probably not baseball. So, good luck. God bless. I, it's, HBO Max. I mean... Okay, congratulations, I guess. Good for you. HBO Max just dropped a couple hundred million dollars. Couple hundred million dollars to get soccer. All right, HBO Max officially getting into the live sports business. Eight-year deal with the U.S. Soccer Federation. It's going to see TNT and TBS and along with HBO Max, they're going to air 20 U.S. women's and men's national team matches beginning in 2023. About half of those matches will stream on HBO Max and air on TV, uh, with the rest exclusive to HBO Max. I mean, it's probably a pretty good deal. Uh, in the next eight years, soccer is growing, and there won't be any baseball and so why not view plus worldwide that ups their subscription rate huge 
right? Because people, you know, around the world are going to want to watch the soccer games. And, you know, while they're there, I will stop in and we'll watch our HBO Max shows. Oh, okay, a good deal. So, yeah, that's probably a really smart move. Good job. Thanks for calling me and letting me know. I told you. I told you get the soccer. So our friends at Wallet Hub have come up with uh, 47 key indicators of immoral and illicit behavior. And now their data set ranges from violent crimes per capita to excessive drinking to the share of the population with gambling disorders. And we have the most sinful states in the United States states of america now you know maybe we go the top 25 uh because i you know i'm looking at the the top of course hello the most sinful states is the number one guess with me nevada of course i mean that's a given hello duh because i mean Drug use, gambling, sex. What state do you think of when you think of drug use, gambling, sex? Florida. Oh well, that's not that's not, <laughs> that's number four. <laughs> what state do you think of drug use, gambling, sex? Texas. That's number three. And it's strong. I'm a little pissed that Florida's below Texas, to be honest with you. Maybe that's just because of me. Possible. I bumped him up a little bit on this. Number two. Drug use. Sex. What was the other one again? Oh, yeah, gambling. I don't gamble anymore. That's the problem. Gambling is such a huge thing now. And I was reading a big article on uh, sports gambling and where it's headed and it's really fascinating. I mean, they, first of all, I mean, money is no object. I mean, these guys are, people are gambling. But it's the micro gambling that is going to be big in the next few years. They're working on, uh, they're working on a new, a new apps now that you'll be able to micro gamble during the live events. So you'll be able to say, oh, that guy's going to complete a pass He'll, right now. And you'll be able to bet on it right then. Uh, you won't have anybody have any gambling issues with that. <laughs> so winners and losers. And then yeah, you can micro gamble now. Not that fast, though. You've, you know, you have to set it up, but they'll let you bet on. You can bet on, you know, whether a guy's going to blow his nose in the third quarter or not. Not quite sure if you can actually bet on that, but why not? Give it a shot. Um, but the micro betting uh, with an app on your phone is going to be... If you'd like to advertise on Chewing the Fat, I, I will do a micro betting show for you. I promise you that. Man. It's just incredible. So Nevada and California. Did I mention? I didn't even mention California yet. That's number two. I mean, 
Okay. I mean, all right. I, I a lot of people moving out of there, though. A lot, of, a lot of sex and sin coming to Texas from California, which is why we, we're number three now. So, so you got Nevada, California, Texas, Florida coming in at number five. The great state of Louisiana. Uh, of course, duh. I totally don't shake your head. Of course it is. And moving up, uh, picking up a pair to number six. I don't know what they were before. Let's see. Two, fourteen, six, five. Yeah, that's good. Tennessee. I mean, that's because Nashville is growing, right? I mean, Nashville, all the sinners and druggies and gamblers, they're all going to Nashville. <laughs> and then uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania, number seven. Amazing. I have lived in these states. I can't. I mean, I like, okay, so I haven't lived in Nevada, although I'm willing. High desert. Out there with our bell, I'm there. Uh, I haven't lived in California, although I've been out there <laughs> multiple times. I love California. I could live out there. And I almost moved there at one point. That's another story. But I will tell you that I was going to move out there. I don't know that I ever told this story. I was going to move out there. I had a friend that was living out there. And he said, yeah, come on out. Please, you know, stay with me. And I was like, okay, I was really thinking about it. Because at the time, I was living in uh, the great state of Michigan, which is 22 of the uh, most sin states in Michigan. So right there, if I, as you look at the map of Michigan, the lower peninsula is where I was living. So, I mean, it's dropped down to 22 since I've left, man. Sad. Sad. What's going on in Michigan? But uh, my friend said, yeah, come on out to California. Come on, man. California is happening. Everything's fine out here. And then he gets kicked out of the state by a judge who told him, go to a rehab place in Michigan. Go back home to Michigan and get rehabbed. I don't want you in this state anymore. So it's probably a good thing that I didn't go out there because could have been a... I could have moved California up to the number one slot. Is what could have happened there. <laughs> and then Illinois, I guess, uh, you know, Chicago there, right? I mean, all right, they're 10th. South Carolina, South Carolina and Georgia, nine and eight. Those two kind of surprised me. As Although, you know, I mean, I guess Georgia, eh, uh, okay. South Carolina kind of surprised me, though. What's it, I mean, are you just cooking meth in South Carolina? Oh, no, Jeff. Uh, Columbia is a great city. It's a huge city. It's a big city here. Uh -huh. Columbia, South Carolina. The city that gave a cockroach crawling across me in a hotel room. I will never forget Columbia, South Carolina. Okay? Never. Woken up in the middle of the night as a cockroach crawled across my chest in a hotel wide awake i hunted that son of a gun down i moved the coffee table i was moving straight up and there he was hovering in the corner looking at me with eyes of so what are you gonna do that's when he realized size 13 dead who died today the cockroach in South Carolina. Speaking of sins, though, and I know it's probably not a sin, but, you know, cutting 
yourself to clown face. But I see where uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, everybody was making a big thing out of his uh, new face at the SAG Awards. And uh, I was looking at the pictures of him. Oh, yeah, Bradley. Uh, definitely uh, definitely take care of a little uh, fillers here and there. Uh, I don't know if we're, if we're doing any cuts, but uh, we're definitely doing fillers and uh, taking care of a little business on the Bradley Cooper face. And then I see where Matthew McConaughey is talking about uh, he never had hair transplants. Right. Oh, no, that doctor that's been going around saying he gave me hair transplants, he's lying. Okay, so maybe that doctor is lying, right? But I don't know that the hair transplant thing is a lie. He claims that it is. He says that uh, he started shaving his head back in the 90s because he was losing his hair, and then he had this uh, goo, a special goo that he rubs on his scalp i don't know that's what he's i no, i don't know if it's that goo or not i don't know if it's business goo or not oh maybe that's why he doesn't talk about it but he talked about rubbing the topical ointment on his scalp once a day it's possible i don't know i don't know but he claims no propecia no all right enough with the goo no propecia no nothing it was just manual labor i was fully committed right i was fully committed (laughs) i know it could be it oh my gosh get matthew on the phone i want to talk somebody get matthew on the phone right now i want to find out if I mean that's why he's fighting so hard he doesn't want people to realize I didn't get uh, hair transplants the doctor is lying I had my own special what did he call it topical ointment I mean if it works (laughs) I'll let you know So we haven't had a Jurassic Park, an actual Jurassic Park yet, right? So they're not, I know, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I think Elon, the guy, Elon's ex-partner said we'd be, he might be ready to create an actual Jurassic Park. Uh, okay, let's let's get it. I, I see the, the previews of the, the new Jurassic Park look awesome. The final one, I'm excited for it. But I, I was reading a story where a guy is trying to uh, make a, uh, a settlement, a Viking settlement, like a Viking theme park. I, okay, the kind of Vikings are kind of big now. I mean, every time I turn around, there's a new Viking show on television and people talking about the Vikings coming over. So if you wanted to be a, this guy wants to make a, uh, you know, an authentic settlement from the era okay so there's gonna be what grass structures a couple of wood frames and a couple of beaten up ships and maybe some 
some treasure. <laughs> so he wants to, and he wants to have his own treasure. He was talking about having some kind of coins that the kids could find, you know, that he could go out there. And he said uh, that he would have a field uh, for people to take part in, uh, you know, shield building. And uh, maybe you could get into sword fighting. I'm sorry, weapon fighting. And uh, provide an opportunity for children to try out their own creations. And it's going to be on the Isle of Man. Now, he guess he has four acres already. He's waiting for the okay to, uh, you know, to build his Viking theme world. But four acres seems like it should be a little bigger. I mean, I, I feel like if you wanted to go to Viking land and it's only four acres out there on the Isle of Man, it might not be a destination for you. I mean, you need a couple of, maybe we, I don't know that I want to stay in a Viking hotel that's, you know, a recreation of the times. But I want to say, you know, at four seasons and then walk out and say, oh yeah, Viking land. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the pool now. That's good. You, you kids go play. Bring me back your little Viking coins, okay? And we'll all be good. All right. Thanks. So look forward to that. And you'll have, be able to take care of a little Norse history in uh, the Viking uh, the Viking world out there on the Isle of Man. He wants to be he wants to be known as Folkvanger. Folkvanger. Amorphophallus. Pretty close. F O L K V A N G R. Folkvanger. So when they're advertising, you'll ha- you'll hear, "Hey, come and come to the Viking settlement, Folkvanger." Amorphophallus. And you'll know exactly where it is. It was just pointed out to me that one of the best theme parks in the world, on the planet, Gatorland. All right, 110 acres. So. I realize it takes a little bit more ground to take care of gators than it does to say, yeah, you can build a shield over there. And that building there is kind of what it looks like. And that's what it was like for the Vikings to live. And uh, if you want your kids to go through the brush over there, they can probably find a couple of coins that resemble Viking treasure. And, uh, you know, pay me 10 bucks at the gate. And you can enjoy Falkovanger. Amorphophallus. So, you know, have fun. I realize that. But four acres? That's my point. That's my point. I mean, Gatorland could have a thousand acres and it still would be awesome. But it has 110. And I am not a mathematician, but 110 acres seems a lot better. Then four. Maybe it's just me. I mean, speaking of Vikings and finding stuff, I've got, I was looking, I talked a little bit about it last week about the animals, bugs, and artifacts section of my show prep, and it continues to grow. But, I mean, they are finding stuff all over the globe now that, uh, you know, old stuff. Yeah, you, it's old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Look. You call it whatever you want. I'm calling it old stuff, okay? 
<laughs> they found the fossil of the flying reptile that once ruled the skies, the largest ever found. Uh, let's see how big that bad boy was. Wingspan of eight feet. Roughly 170 million years ago. So that was a little while ago. 170 million years ago. I feel like that's going to change. I feel like they're going to say, you know, it was only wasn't 170 million years. But, you know, I don't know. They discovered um, they discovered the dinosaurs with the flu pandemic, right? We had that. We've discovered the dinosaurs with the crocodile or the crocodile that had the young dinosaur in its stomach, the fossilized croc. We found um, they had uh, a horned helmet that they just found that predates the Vikings. Yeah, you're not going to see that at Fulkenbucker. Amorphophallus. Not going to see it there. Tell you that. They had the uh, badger that just dug up a bunch of Spanish coins. I know. They didn't, and now these coins, they don't know if they were buried there on purpose or if somebody, you know, dropped them running away from, uh, you know, hiding. But they were uh, 209 Roman caves or Roman coins. Uh, okay, that's pretty good. Pretty good. I'd like to have a couple of those bad boys. Be fun. But there, and then they found my favorite story is uh, they're digging up uh, revolutionary war cannons out of the Savannah River. I was like, wait, why are they? They're what? Yeah. They found 12 revolutionary war era cannons hauled up from the murky depths of the Georgia Savannah River. So they found 15 over the past year. Pretty, pretty cool pulling those things up out of the water. I mean, and you wonder, wait, why were there cannons in the river? Well, climate change. Wait, what? No, it was not climate change. (laughs) You believed it, though, didn't you? That's right. That's where we're at in today's world. Sadly, that's where we're at. You believed it. So apparently, they found uh, the cannons and cannonballs, and they were at the deep point of the river. Now, I guess that they were sinking them to block the ships coming in during the Revolutionary War. Okay, fine, whatever you say. I guess there was, these were also on some ships that got sunk in, the, in this river at the time as well. All right, so now you're going to have to, you want to be the guy cleaning those bad boys up though? Yeah, it might be fun. That might be fun. I mean, I don't want to do it, but I, I'll be happy to walk by and say, hey, keep up the good work. It's looking good. You got to shine up a little bit underneath over here. You missed a spot. I'm willing to do that and point that out to them. No problem. And as long as we're talking about fossils. No, I'm not going to. You thought I was going to tell some joke, didn't you, about Joe Biden? I know, but I'm not going to. Uh, a man in uh, Tucson, Arizona was arrested because he stole a a fossilized dinosaur claw. So he goes to a gem and mineral show, and man, do I love gem and mineral shows. You can't tear me away from a gem and mineral show. When they come to town and you're able to just walk through and see the different vendors at their different tables, see what they have, shine up the new little shiny rocks 
minerals. Man, it's fun. There's the, and they have patches, T-shirts. Oh, he just spent the day there. And this guy had a fossilized dinosaur claw. <laughs> Worth 25 grand. He brings it to the city's annual, you know, the Tucson Mineral Show. I mean, that's where you, if you had a fossilized dinosaur claw and you wanted to show it off, you would, of course, bring it to the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show. It's, you, just, you just have to. And so the guy deep pockets it. All right, this guy Thomas, that's a stupid name, Christopher Thomas, deep pockets the claw and walks out. So they report him and, you know, it's whatever. The guy's pissed. He's missing his fossilized dinosaur claws. We're 25000 I had it stolen at your gem and mineral show. So now Christopher Thomas has got this fossilized dinosaur claw. He doesn't know what to do with it. He, he might know what he's got because he might have probably asked the guy, Hey, what are you getting for this thing? I'll give it to you today for 25000 Hey, look over there. And then deep pox it and walks away. So that's the way you steal things at a gem and mineral show. So then he, he, doesn't, he doesn't know how to sell it. So he goes to another vendor and tries to sell the claw. And the vendor's like, that looks like the one that was stolen from the gem and mineral show. And he reports them and gets busted. So you got to know what you're stealing. And you got to have a fence. I mean, it's clearly not that kind of fence. You got to have a person or someone or something that wants to pay you for it. Okay. That's what the point is of stealing it. Okay. Let's get that through your head, Christopher Thomas. That means this was just an act of, you know, he didn't, he didn't plan it. It was impulse. He had the claw, saw the opportunity, <laughs> he took it. But he didn't realize how tough it was going to be to hawk the fossilized dinosaur claw because if you go up to somebody on the street hey want to buy a fossilized dinosaur claw odds are you're going to have to go through a number of people before you find somebody that says yes and then if you were to come up to me and say hey I got a fossilized dinosaur claw here I'm going to say hey, let me see it what do you got no, no, no. Although, anyway, the uh, so he's gonna pull it out. I mean, sometimes uh, just what do I have to do? Seriously, all right, just this. So I pull out the claw. The guy pulls out the claw, and he says twenty five thousand dollars. I'm not giving the man twenty five grand because I don't know. I mean, this guy's pulling a claw out of his jacket. Yeah, I got this at the Gem and Mineral Show in Tucson. It's worth $25,000. i will give you 10 bucks, right? I mean, you're on the, that's it. So then he had to go back to the, back to another vendor that actually knew what he was talking about. <laughs> that's awesome. And so uh, he's, on, he's got a felony charge of trafficking stolen property. Trafficking stolen property. Shut up. I, the guy stole it. He took it out of the building. He tried to sell it. Uh, it's trafficking of stolen property. What are you talking about? All right. All right, so the State of the Union was last night. I know, you're thinking, wait, you're just talking about dinosaur claws. Well, I got to get the State of the Union in. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I know. I know we don't ever talk about politics on the show, and, I, and I, don't, I don't really care for it, and I know I try to give you a break. Every other show talks about it. 
So, I, but I want you to be aware that it happened. So, it did happen. All right, the State of the Union speech from our president Joseph Robinette Biden happened last night on the first of March, twenty twenty-two. Okay. Now I'll read you the last three tweets in my timeline for the State of the Union. Okay. We need to secure our border. Joe Biden, you can't make this stuff up. Does he even live in America? Seriously? Wait, is there a chance that Biden either heard or read the line, go get him, which was intended to be for his handlers to pull him out of there? He ended the speech with, go get him. And that had to be it. That's why it was on this. It was telling his people to go get him. Now, I will say that he could have just, all I wanted him to do, all I wanted him to do, come out, ladies and gentlemen, President of the United States. The state of our union is strong. Good night, everybody. Would have been a lot better than what it was, I'll tell you that. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.